0: everybody and welcome to the inclusion podcast this is dr julie coston and i'm so glad that everyone's with me today to hear from my good friend paul wesselman I met Paul a long time ago, and then I met Paul again recently, and I find him to be one of the most lovely human beings that I know, and I'm so honored to have him as a friend, and I'm so excited to have every one of my listeners get a chance to meet and know Paul too. So welcome, Paul.
1: Thank you. It's good to be here with you today.
0: Super glad you're here. I'm gonna do sort of a more formal introduction of you so people know your background and kind of who yes. you are. So um, if it's all right with you, I just wanna share that Paul has earned degrees in psychology, higher education. He's worked on several college campuses. and I met him once at UW Madison. Um, he's also worked in a nonprofit before owning his own company and being a leadership trainer and keynote speaker. He has worked with over 600 organizations in the past 20 years. He has a weekly inspirational email that I'm certain everyone's going to want to get on the list and it's called Ripples. And it's read by over 30,000 subscribers and it comes out every Monday morning. Uh, many of us know him as the Ripples guy and I am just you know thrilled to have him as my friend. So I just yeah. wanted to make sure that everybody kind of heard a little bit about who you are. Sure. Um, Yeah, so I just want to ask, Paul, how are you handling all this weirdness, uh, the staying at home, this COVID-19 stuff, how everything has changed and quickly? um, How are you handling it?
1: Yeah, it's um, it's hard. And, you know, I I think that um, I've been listening to Brene Brown's new podcast that she just launched this year. And. In one of her first episodes, she talked about that in crisis, people, a lot of people have a tendency to either initially underperform or overperform and sort of self separate out. And then, as she was describing it, I knew right where, you know, what my pile is. I jump right into helping mode and it, ga- it gives me something to do. I'm, you know, I'm got scouting in me. I'm an Eagle Scout and uh, EMT training And uh, all of my leadership, it's like, okay, what do people need? And it was a very natural thing for me to do. And in some ways it was fun. And several of my friends were like, how, you know, how are you doing? I'm like, oh, it's great. I'm making these videos for people and people are emailing me and it's really great. And I didn't notice that I was sort of not really letting myself feel some things Mm -hmm. and, you can go like that for a while. I, I always tell people, you know, we all have limitations and we can perform beyond our limitations for a while at a cost. Right. And eventually, you know, things started, started wearing a little bit thin and I was having, I, I've been asking people, you know, on a scale of one to 10, how's your mood and energy today? And I was, I was, I think at, at seven, to eight, nine for first, for the first couple of weeks, and and then I started feeling fives and fours and threes, and uh, it was scary at first because that's not where I like to perform and and to be. And and then I made then I sort of made some some peace with that, which which was good. And I had this amazing conversation just last week with a a woman who I. Had, worked with years ago as a, she's a organizational consultant. She has this company called ducks interrupt. She oh. helps people get their ducks in a row. Right. Yeah. And her background is um, psychology. She's a psychologist by training. Mm-hmm. She says why people are messy is a key to getting them sane and, <laughs> and, and getting them organized. And I hadn't talked to her in in probably 25 years, and I reached out to her and said, hey, some of my systems are falling apart and I I just feel scattered all the time and my desk is messier than it usually is. Can we do a consult? And she says, you know, let's hop on a call and let's just check in, because I love to talk to you. And we start talking and I'm telling her all the problems I have and how we need to fix it. She goes, wait a second. She said, Paul, when your computer is going on, it has a system upgrade (laughs) it needs to install. She says this, this the processing power it takes to do that. Sometimes you can't do anything on your computer. Sometimes you can do some stuff, but you you just need to to recognize that your computer can't do everything it normally can because it's using some processing power. Yeah. And she paused and I knew where she was going. I just felt this uh, and she said, Paul, we're all having this massive system reset. And it is taking some of our processing power. Mm-hmm. And just Julie in a minute and no, in a second, Yeah. I looked at my piles and they didn't look as messy. They didn't, I didn't feel as crazy as I've been feeling. I, I've got less processing power and it just, oh,
0: yeah. It's and like I, permission. Thank you,
1: Irene. Thank you.
0: Yeah. It's like permission to let, <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. to
0: let yourself function at sort of a smaller capacity in some way. And that feels on a cellular level that feels really good.
1: Yes. And I had early on um, created a little image that I shared on social media that said, in a dream, the man came to me or the, the wise one came to me and said, if you knew you were going to get sick in a few weeks, what would you do today to bolster, bolster your health? Mm. And it helped me frame the idea because early on, I just assumed I was going to get COVID at some point because I traveled so much and I've been out and about. And everything I've been reading is that, you know, in general, the healthier you are, you know, the less of an impact it is on on your system. And so I jumped into how's my sleeping? How's my eating? How's my exercise? And Mm -hmm. it wasn't like, oh, I can remake it. It was like, let's lean into those things. Mm -hmm. And the good news is I was, you know, I was getting my seven to eight hours of sleep and I was leaning into spinach and, you know, veggies and sure, letting myself carve up a little bit, but really saying, you know, I'm going to be. If next week when I'm dealing with COVID, I'm going to be really glad that I was well-rested and bolstered my immune system. So so thankfully, when I then started kind of, ah, I really was able, I had a, I built a cushion, you know, mm-hmm. to kind of land softly. And, you know, knock on wood, I, I haven't gotten sick yet, um, even a cold, you know, it turns out this social distancing stuff, I'm exposing myself <laughs> to a lot less of all the things you normally get.
0: Right, right. And so it is this moment in time where, we're double down, doubling down on health and doubling down on wellness and rest. And the isolation itself is keeping us even healthier uh, in certain ways, right? Right. Um, and I know that you know that people are struggling to cope in all kinds of ways because you're getting a lot of emails and things like that. So can you tell me about what are your thoughts on um, how people can get through this in mm-hmm. a bigger way?
1: Yeah, so... So what happened for me was, real like March eleventh, I got a message from somebody that said, "I think things are a lot worse than people realize, and I think schools are going to shut, and I think that restaurants are going to close." Mm-hmm. And I thought he was crazy. <laughs> and I remember thinking, "This is somebody I trust. This is somebody I know his wife better, but I know this guy. I know he's good. He works in government." And this article he had me send was had a, just some emotional language that made me think it was just a little bit crazy. And then I, I shared it with a couple of people who said, yeah, some of the language is really emotional, but the facts really play out. And I think, I think you might be right. And it was so funny because four hours later, I, I had accepted it and it pivoted and it really, and, and, you know, then just like five days later, everything he said was, was obvious, but at, at that moment and that night, I thought people are going to need me. Mm -hmm. I don't know what this is going to do to my business. I know that I've got this following of people that are going to say, Oh, Mm -hmm. and so I started doodling and writing down on my whiteboard. What are the things? And Mm -hmm. I ended up shaping really quickly in 48 hours, these four things that have been really stayed as the core of my messaging. And I, I've been telling people we got this. Mm -hmm. If we focus on curious minds, open hearts, calm spirits, while we nurture our health,
0: hmm. can you say that again for people that are taking notes?
1: Absolutely. Curious minds,
0: mm-hmm.
1: open hearts,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and calm spirits while we nurture our health. Mm-hmm. And if people sort of think in, in some ways, just like mind, body, spirit, because that's where I was at, is I, as I, like people need a, an overarching, and I started with curious minds. Uh, Because I thought, especially because facts were kind of getting jumbled around and and, and already the misinformation was going and people were jumping to a place of fear, understandably, very understandably. And I thought, how do we activate our our minds into this? How can we get curious? How can we jump into learning so that if our fight or flight is on overreact, that that we're just going – and then I also use that as to let's lean into the facts. Do you know that to be true? And if not, what? Well, let's check it with the source. Let's check it with the second source. And, and are you forwarding something that you don't know? Because I fell for a couple things early on. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The Stafford Act, there was this whole, oh, he's going to in invoke the Stafford Act. And it was this, the, the country is getting shut down. And I called my friend he's like I just googled that and that's you know snopes has already you know that's a <laughs> right. there's some facts factual information in there but this isn't right. And the open heart started off as as thinking about generosity towards other people mm. and and just cutting people some slack. Um <clears throat> my friends my friend Toby and I had a long conversation and we ended up coming up <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm -hmm. We ended up coming up with a hand-washing meditation that that it takes 20 seconds to say. And uh, right now, I'm doing the best I can. Sometimes my best may not seem good enough. For now, I'm doing the best I can. And then it's other people are doing the best they can. Sometimes their best may not seem good enough. For now, their best is the best they've got. And then finally, we're all doing the best we can. Sometimes our best may not seem good enough for now. Our best is the best we've got. Mm. And that idea of cutting ourselves some slack, mm. cutting our loved ones some slack. And then, you know, everyone, the larger universe, our foes, you know, everyone just needs a little bit. of.
0: We're doing the best we can.
1: Yeah, we are doing the best we can. Mm. And then calm spirits is about finding our center because I think we were not far off center. And then, there's so much uncertainty. And I read this great article that said one of the problems with uncertainty is our mind doesn't know how to process it, uncertainty. Yeah. And it's easier for our brains to wrap our, our brains around the worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. And so we will sometimes go there or stay and everything's going to be fine rather than say, I don't know, because we don't like it. I don't know. It's our least favorite flavor of ice cream. That's right. <laughs> and so, And so as a result, we get nervous, we get upset. And so finding our center and I, you know, had a meditation practice that that I was able to lean into, but encouraging people just to, um, you remember from my presentations here now that I start presentations with three deep breaths here now, here now, here now. And I come back to that. I thought I, I did a lot in my life before March 12th, but I will tell you dozens of times a day, I hear myself say here now I've, I've made up this little sticker and I have it several places around my house and and so when you take curious minds and open hearts and calm spirits you add in that while we nurture our health so that we can then um say what do i need to do to bolster my health to take to to minimize the chance i get infected Mm -hmm. to minimize the impact if i do get infected Mm And to minimize the impact on the healthcare system, which obviously, you know, really needs our help. And so I, I've i been, for myself, I, I did some, I have some wellness training pieces that I've done in workshops where I leaned on the, the research of Tom Rabb and Eat, eat Move, Sleep, Full um, is Your Bucket, some of the well-being stuff. And some of his work was taken on by the U.S. Army and turned into what they call and what they teach soldiers, the performance triad. And they, they tell soldiers, you never go into battle without bullets. Well, nutrition and rest and exercise are your bullets for your brain and bullets for your body. And so, so I've just been, you know, sort of preaching, just lean into what are the ways to rest? What are the ways to those, because it'll, in, lower the chance you'll get sick. It'll, it'll lower the impact if you do get sick and it'll lower the impact on the healthcare
0: system. Wow. I love how you've thought through all of this and put it into a way that people can digest, right? So the kind of Mm -hmm. the big four ideas, the, um, creative, or sorry, uh, curious minds and open hearts and calm spirits and nurtured health, all those four pieces. Um, I know you've got a sticker that kind of really says you've got this, or we've got this, is that what it says? And you've been rippling those stickers out into the world and people are really kind of, are really looking to you as someone to kind of guide our thinking through this and keep us here and now in the present moment. Um, yes. even when our minds want to go to other places. Right. So yes.
1: And what happened? So, so I, I came up with these four things. Mm-hmm. I reached out to my graphic designer who had said, you know, her schedule had already been white clean. People were saying, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I said, well, let me, let me hire you for a couple hours and to turn those four things. And, and we started with a blue heart in the middle. We got this. Yes, And then put those around the ring. And I reached out to the people who are my ripples. Uh, my fellow Ripplers, we call ourselves Ripplers. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I said, who can pitch in some money so that we can make some um, stickers? Because I'd love to send these out for free. And in 24 hours, enough people had pitched in money that we were able to print up 500 stickers and buy 500 stamps and 500 envelopes to mail this out. And then I just told people, if you want one, if you've got a couple bucks to pitch in, great. If you want one free, great. And if you want to help pitch in so we can print more, great. And- I have now printed up over 3000 stickers Hmm. and hundreds, I think we're up to a thousand people have gotten one in the mail for free. And so I will, we can put in the program notes for your folks, um, the little link so that they can go to the Google doc and they can choose again, like if they've got two bucks and they can do that. Great. But honestly, every day I send out 10 or 12, I've got a system here Mm -hmm. to merge envelopes and do addresses. And uh, I even put stickers on the back so I don't have to lick them and, you know, like protection. <laughs> and uh, and by the time they get to people in the mail, it's been a couple days. So even, you know, thank goodness I'm healthy. But if it picks up COVID germs they are all gone by the time they get there.
0: Neat. Oh, I'm so excited about that. And even um, I'll have to figure out how to get that little icon and I'll put it on the actual on our Um, I don't you know what I I can't think of what it's called, but our little visual that will be when people are listening to this in their cars or whatever. And so people can see what it looks like and they can get a copy if they want um, through through getting a sticker. Um, I just want to make sure um, to highlight something that you haven't mentioned, Paul, but I had the opportunity to be involved in. So um, if you are someone who is a principal, a school administrator, a business leader, and you are interested in having Paul. Do a larger workshop for your group. I don't know if you have any availability, but um, I had the opportunity to get a sneak peek of his larger presentation, and I thought it was fabulous. Hmm. Thank you. Yeah. So,
1: so right. What I what I ended up doing a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago. It because my calendar was wiped clean. My income for six months, you know, was was wiped out. Uh I've got one maybe hanging out in August Mm -hmm. that is still on my calendar, but so many of my other fall things, people are just saying we can't risk it. You know, we don't know what things are going to be, and with uncertainty, it's easier to just to cancel it. And so I said, I've never, I had never done zoom. You know, when you and I had a zoom chat of, uh, several weeks ago before all this craziness, that was one of the only zooms I'd done. Mm-hmm. And I just had to pivot and mm-hmm. I said, what's next? And so I started with these four things. And I said, what do people, and I called it COVID coping at first. Mm-hmm. And, and you hopped on a test one and it was so helpful <laughs> and we've it as Ripples of resilience, Mm -hmm. surviving and reviving and thriving in times of challenge and change, because all the things we're learning now are are going to be applicable to lots of other changes that we're experiencing and we will experience and. What I had noticed as I was talking to some people um, about how they're dealing with this is they've got these three energies. Sometimes they're focused on survival mode, just not dying or not getting sick. Yes. And it's this down and dirty, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Maslow's at the bottom. What are the basics? Mm-hmm. And, and at some point there's also reviving, you know, if I'm sick or if I'm feeling uh, overwhelmed, how can I do to get myself so that I'm not that and yes. that sort of get better energy, which is reviving. And then as you and and I and so many people that that are grounded in wellness and well-being efforts is that optimal states of health is so much more than not being sick. So you don't die first, you survive, and then and then you can do some reviving. But then ultimately we want to be thriving. And I was having this conversation with my buddy Toby, and he said, but I don't he goes, I don't want to have to wait. Thrive. I feel like there's (laughs) in a typical day, there's sometimes where I've got some thriving energy. So I went from saying first survive, then revive, then thrive. No, those are energies you can be doing in a day. And I had the idea of taking the four coping strategies and then talking about survival energy. What does surviving look like for Curious Minds? And what is reviving and what is thriving? So it ended up being this four. Um, four different quadrants, each having three energies to bring to it. And it was you, awesome, um, Julie, that said to me after we, we did the test, it'd be so great if you added some color. So as that slide build and you get your three energies in each of the four, you could make it distinguish. And I'm giving the first Ripples of Resilience workshop in an hour to okay. 70 people who have, who have, who have signed up. And the little dots are there to say, this is surviving energy, this okay. is surviving, this is thriving. So I promise you, every time those dots come up this afternoon, I'm going to say, that's you.
0: <laughs> you don't have to mention me, but as long as you think of me, that's awesome. Oh, okay. <laughs> um yeah. And so I just want to make sure, and I know we, you also have to run and do the, the next big presentation, but I just want my listeners to know that Paul is worth reaching out to, whether you're just thinking about, hey, I want to be on your Ripples email list. And that is simply good news, uh, positive um, quotes in the world. Um, so that's one idea. Another idea is if you're interested in a sticker, That's another idea. And the third bigger idea is if you are interested in having Paul do a bigger presentation to Mm -hmm. your group, um, he really helps people think about surviving, reviving and thriving in the middle of change uh, and in the middle of anything hard. And I think it is fantastic. So I just want to make sure that my listeners have the opportunity to know you Mm -hmm. a little bit and to know where to find you. So if they uh, leave this podcast, where do they find you?
1: So... I think the quickest way is to Google Ripples guy and you really quickly find my social media channel. Great. You find my website, the um, theripplesguide.com. Great. Um, unleashripples.com. All of them are the same website, but unleashripples.com is where people could just really quickly sign up for the weekly ripples, mm-hmm. uh, the, the weekly emails that I send out. And I'm really proud of the fact when I started them 20 years ago, I had a different company name. I, I had a branding focus. And I just gradually became the ripples guy over over the first decade of it. And so it's something that I'm really proud of because there's no marketing. There's no advertising of other people. I don't market my speaking. All I do is send two inspirational quotes and something to think about for the week. And the goal is for it to be 60 seconds or less to read. And I would love to have some of your awesome friends on join us. So thank you. Thank you for mentioning it, because it is something I'm really proud of.
0: Yeah, you should be. So Paul, I just want to say thank you for taking the time today. And I want to tell you that you are someone who is constantly thinking about putting good out into the world. And I appreciate it more than you know. And I appreciate being a text away from you um, at any time. So thank you.
1: Your texts have been we we are text buddies. And there's been a couple (laughs) times where without cause, without reason, you, you put a little in my life and I'm, I, it sounds like I've been able to do that for you a couple of times. And it's, it's awesome to have connections like that. You know, we met, so it just was so great to, to meet and I, I I can't wait until we're in the same space again. And you remember these things called hugs? Do you remember them?
0: Hugs. Um, you'll have to remind, yeah, no. So is it like a physical Thing it's I think.
1: Thing. Oh, okay. Oh,
0: I'm really looking forward to trying that again. Hopefully, before I completely forget what they are. Yes. <laughs> okay, Paul, thank you so much. Have a great day, and um, everybody, that is Paul Wesselman, the Ripples guy, and you can find him um, by googling the Ripples guy. Is probably the very best way. So, thanks, Paul.
1: You bet.
0: Bye bye. Bye bye. Take care.